Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. You know, when I when I sometimes say, look at what our society is becoming, and I point to examples on Twitter, and I point to examples maybe on Facebook or on other social media, a lot of guys, a lot of you guys will say, yeah, but just get off Twitter or don't use Facebook. And I get that point, but it's about what other people, what is our society seeing? What is our society accepting today as the new normal? What is being, what do we see in the zeitgeist? What do we see in everyday life? And so taking upon that cue, I have a video. It's a very short commercial for us to watch. And it's about uh, auto insurance. So let's let's take a look at, at auto insurance commercials of today. Uh, no, no, okay, okay. Well, I, I am all about experiencing new things, yeah. um, being spontaneous, yeah. going against the grain, <laughs> open relationships. So it is a good thing that Safe Auto understands my insurance needs are month to month, so I can come and go as I please. That's why I see insurance for the rest of us. That's right, honey. Now, I'll say this much. The actors don't have on wedding rings, so at least they haven't gone that far yet. But this is what kids are going to be seeing on TV now, what what people see on TV is the new normal. Look, there's a point in time where you have to start wondering why are they specifically trying to destroy the institute of marriage? And I don't understand what it is. Now, yes, when one if you take a man that's working and he makes say a hundred grand a year and you tax him versus two people and you tax them both 50 grand. I don't think the state makes any more money from that, do they? Does the government make more money from that? I don't think that's it. But I have to assume there's a reason why everything seems to be pointing towards just tearing down society, tearing down tradition, tearing down uh, the normal nuclear family. And yes, you can say there's been some advances. Look, I'm of the mindset that if you're a person that wants to date or marry, you date and marry whoever you want. I get that. I'm fine with that. I understand people have all different likes and loves and passions in life. But what is the point of emasculating a man like this? Because you could see he was surprised. So, And she called him hun. So it's not like a first date. They're talking about insurance together. What it makes it sound is if they're a couple and all of a sudden she just sprung on him, hey, let's, you know, later we're going to talk about open relationships. Or I don't know if you knew this, but we've been in an open relationship. I just haven't told. I don't know what the theme of this is, but it's not good and it's not productive. So I, I did a little digging around and I, I have uh, Harriet Lerner, uh, who's a, she's a PhD and she's a, a counselor. And she's done this, she said, in 40 decades. She's only had one couple that was able to have an open relationship without having issues. And I said, okay, a therapist that, that deals with this stuff professionally, in 40 years she's had one that works out. This is, this is an article I think that at least has more knowledge on the subject uh, than I do, but might be worth a read. So I'm going to read through that and we'll talk a little bit more about it. Some couples want their freedom but don't want their relationship uh, frightened with the lies, secrets, and ongoing deceptions that affairs require. In some cases, a contract for an open marriage is negotiated and agreed upon. 
For example, one couple I saw in therapy had a don't ask, don't tell policy. They promised each other that they would only um, have one other person um, that they would be involved with outside of their um, relationship. A promise that struck me as easy to break given the agreed upon silence surrounding their encounters and the fact that emotional consequences of it are impossible to, to anticipate. Plus, even otherwise honest people lie about it. Another couple had a tell-all policy with no holds barred. Another brought new partners into the marital bed. Last week, an adventuresome woman who was finding herself strongly attached to other people asked her partner of eight years to consider having an open marriage. How did I see the risks? She wanted to know. Now, you notice this was the woman bringing up to the man, right? She brought it up to him. Why? Because she he was now the beta provider. He was just a provider. He was her friend, her companion. But the tingles and the excitement wasn't there anymore, and she wanted to chase after that. So she wanted to bring the excitement in. So the therapist tells her, the biggest risk that she may lose her marriage. Uh, intimacy is deep and complicated. Restraining from, restraining from it outside marriage is the glue that keeps couples emotionally connected and truly present with each other. This is true for even couples that rarely or never have it. She proceeds with her experiment. She or her partner may start to feel threatened, jealous, angry, anxious, or even a little crazy. Alternatively, they may avoid the whole range of such painful feelings, but find it that they have drifted into entrenched distance and disconnection. She and her partner may end up feeling like cordial roommates in a climate of emotional flatness. If a negative outcome occurs, will stopping the experiment allow them to restore the bond they now share? That's the big question. The answer is anybody's guess. I don't mean to sound like a big prude uh, making up rules for others. I've worked with several couples who've experimented with open marriages, quickly terminated the experiment when one or both partners started feeling badly and moved forward from there. I've actually met one, only one, couple in my four decades of professional experience who claimed to thrive over the years as parents and partners with an open marriage. They are by far the very rare exception, not the rule. Usually at least one person becomes an emotional casualty. And nowadays, it's definitely, it seems to be the guys at least. Uh, most, of the, most of the things I read, it's the women after a year or two of the relationship or marriage wanting to open it up. Not always, but that's a lot of the ones that I come across. For those chomping at the bit to try it, remember you can't know the outcome of an open marriage in advance. And then I have here an interview of three uh, women that had uh, open relationships and all of them were, as they put it, big effing messes. <clears throat> Monogamy isn't for everyone and open relationships can work well for people who crave commitment but not necessarily exclusivity. But sometimes introducing more partners in your life life can complicate your relationship from sparking the unexpected jealousy to getting upset when your partner breaks off your established rules. Here's some times where open relationships got messy. Let me jump in here and say this much, okay? Here's what open relationships mean when a man brings it up. A man says, I like to have the constant access to you, but I still want to go play. Okay. That means he doesn't care about you. He does not deeply love you. He's saying, you know what? You being with other guys is less important to me than me being with other women. And I want to go get and have my fun. And he's not emotionally involved with you. If a man loves you, he will not want that. Period. If he's just having his fun with you, then then you're convenient and maybe he likes how you guys have a, your interaction and he wants to keep you around, but he wants to go play. Now, if she brings it up, she may actually love you. 
just means mostly that she loves your personality and spending time with you and hanging out with you and enjoying your finances or the house that you provide. You're basically like a friend with a wallet at this point. And she needs the excitement and the rush and the fun of other men. She's no longer attracted to you. That part's over. She will, she will do her time with you to make sure that she gets access to your resources, but she's not going to continue to be attracted to you nor have that energy for you. It's now going to the other men. The interesting thing is, if these other men are exciting enough and are thrilling enough, the two of you inevitably will end if he will be willing to provide the same resources that you are. So let's continue on. This woman says, My first real relationship was friends with benefits situation that became more serious. Whereas I wasn't seeing other people, he was. We never had a solid conversation that ended the friends with benefits situation and began the open relationship. It was more of a mutual understanding that we were together, but not exclusive. I personally conveyed and he understood that I wanted it to just be us, but he never agreed to that. We just kept on keeping on doing our thing when we were doing it, and I compromised my needs to be with him, even if that meant other girls were involved until I finally had enough. I'll stop here and say this. This guy was a top 10 percenter or a 20 percenter. High valuable, you know, high value guy. He had his game going on. She really wanted to be a part of that. She wanted to be a part of that so much that she was willing to overlook him being with other women to be in his life. Uh, this is common. I mean, with a really, a really desirable guy. It happened to me once. How it did, I don't know. It was just a casual relationship. I never agreed to anything exclusive. I continued on dating and doing my thing. She found out. Uh, and I said, look, I told you I never wanted a serious relationship that we're not going to be exclusive. If you're not okay with that, then we'll just break up and you move on. I don't know what she did in her personal life, but I continued to do my thing and and she continued to tell me that she cared about me deeply and only wanted to be with me while I did my thing. It didn't turn out well for her. For me, it was fine. We broke up uh, after she couldn't take it anymore and she refused to talk to me after that and said I was a horrible person. Even though I told her you know, how I was my mindset at the time. It didn't matter to her, uh, but it did not phase me. Why? Because I, it was like the example I was saying. I liked having her around. She was fun to hang out with, but I didn't want to settle down. She wanted something more serious like this girl did. Uh, they continue on. She says, there was one instance when I picked him up from a bar one night and went back to his house and there was a girl's car parked outside who was already in his bed waiting for him. I cried. I kicked him out of my car and left. He was okay with having the openness on his end but I was frustrated and upset when I finally brought up that I was going to see someone else. We weren't on the same page. I could never be on the same page because of our mismatched needs, and that was our demise. I'm just not good with sharing when it comes to op uh, to relationships, but I don't think I'm possessive. If you want to see other people, if, I, if I'm not enough for you or that's not the type of person you are, then that's on you, and whether I stay or not is my choice. And I agree with her. You know, I agree. But he set the rules or at least he made it clear how he was, and it was her decision to stay. You can be upset with him, you can cry, you can be angry, but you can't be angry at him because he told you the way it was going to be. And the next story. After a conversation with friends uh, who had a relatively healthy open relationship, my husband and I tried to set some boundaries for sleeping with other people. Notice she says, after a conversation with some of her friends that had the open relationship. So it was her that brought it up, okay? So the first one, 
They they were FWB, friends with benefits. She wanted more. He wasn't into it. That's not really an open relationship. She was chasing after this. This one's a woman that wanted it, again, with a husband. So he was the provider and the beta guy now, the secondary guy, the wallet, and, and the provider. And she wanted to go out and get the feels on and have some fun. She says, uh, turns out he's not so good at boundaries. Every rule I could think of that allowed me to be okay with the situation, feel safe, he would just mindlessly blow past, like using protection, not spending the night, not spending money on them like you're in a relationship, getting tested, telling me beforehand, etc. It basically ended up as a free-for-all that I just resented. If he wasn't going to pump the brakes at any point to respect my level of comfort, where exactly was the respect for me and my body? I just got to the point where I shut down. I had no interest in fooling around with him. I felt like he was out there having fun with just anyone and everyone without being respectful of using consistent protection. And I was just done with it. I broke down in tears at work one day because I got hit with an overwhelming feeling of, I can't do this anymore. I ended the marriage almost two years ago now. I'm in a better place, etc., etc. But, so she brought it up. He was happy. He was good. Now, how much fun they were having in the bedroom and all that, they don't say. But, you know, after a, a longer time being married, usually that calms down a little bit and you kind of settle into, you know, married intimacy. She gave him permission to get his freak on and he did. And he did, it sounds like he did in many ways. Not all, maybe necessarily the smartest or the most honest with her, but he did. And she kind of got what she deserved on this one. She brought it up. She told him it was okay, let's do this. And he went crazy with it and did their marriage which it should have at any point. If, if a woman ever says to you, if you're casually dating or, or in a relationship, guys, and a woman says, hey, let's open this up. You can say, you know what? Let's start by opening the door. Open the door, escort her out, close the door, block her on all media and never talk to her again. Because what she's saying to you at that point is, I like you, but not enough to really you know, have uh, the tingles for you, to want to take you to the bedroom. You're just a friend now that uh, maybe I get some resources from. I've been with, next woman says, I've been with my husband for 10 years. After five years of marriage, we were both feeling like things had uh, kind of stagnated. We were looking for something to spice it up. We were listening to a podcast, Guys We Effed, and they had talked about threesomes. And after a few drinks, my husband admitted he always wanted to try one, but never had the chance. This podcast is about girls going absolutely crazy off the chain doing all these kind of nasty stuff. And so if they're listening to that podcast um, and he's listening in on it, he should have already had warning bells. But again, she's listening to advice from other women about, hey, do it. You know, it's great. It's wonderful. Get into it. So she says, uh, we had talked about threesomes after a few drinks. Husband admitted he always wanted to have one, but never had the chance. Now he's thinking, you as my wife and another girl. Every guy thinks about that. That's We think start thinking about that at about the age of 14, I think. So that's nothing too crazy. She says, I had my fair share of them in college, but was also definitely interested. So I guess that's how it started. At first, we had a few threesomes, and they were all kind of meh. Then after a failed foursome, we decided that group stuff wasn't for us. We chose to open up the relationship entirely. We spent about six months dating other people while remaining committed to each other, and we both found it problematic. The husband had a difficult time finding women that were we were that were okay with him being married. I, on the other hand, was totally killing it and dating dudes left and right, which left my husband feeling jealous and resentful. What really ruined the experience for us, though, was a particularly toxic man that I dated. He was gorgeous and brilliant, but manipulative, and he tried to turn me against my husband, claiming that he was a fraud and bad husband and that I should leave him. Well, 
what do you think is going to happen when a when a guy's like uh, your husband lets you do this? Man, he must not love you or care for you very much because that's probably what the guy was saying. That's what I would say. I mean, if I went on a date and a woman ends up telling me she's married, number one, I'd bounce. But number two, I'd say you guys need to, to really look into some counseling because you have problems. Uh, it was a really sobering experience. And after ending things with my partner, I decided I didn't want to continue on with this open relationship thing anymore. He happily obliged and it's been about two years uh, since and everything's fine now. So, So the interesting thing here, though, is that someone's always going to get hurt. And the reason why this is going to happen is one either one of the two things is going to happen. And this is, again, the stories that I usually read go almost the same way every time. Either A, the woman brings it up and because she's already got somebody in mind. The guy doesn't have any mind. He's usually blindsided with this. And so he's not having any luck. She goes out and has a wild time. He starts feeling insecure. She's going. He's, of course, not going to get nearly as lucky. And then what sits in your head is, is he better than me? Is he bigger than me? Is she going to leave me for him? Uh, all these insecurities start coming through your head. That's not good for any guy. So that's going to end it. Or the second one is, uh, and I've read a couple stories of this one too, where the woman will bring it up. Because guys, you rarely bring this up. They'll just break up with a girl because there's no reason to stick around, you know, unless... You know, because they're interested in the the bedroom activity. They're not interested in anything else as far as finances or that kind of thing, where women women are. So, or the other one is the girl will bring it up and she thinks she's got a lot lined up. She might have one guy lined up, but it turns out not to be so good. But in the meantime, the guy that she thought was was not desirable and not going to have any luck, he goes up and starts having a great time. And and all of a sudden she realizes, oh, I thought it was going to be me having all the partners and he'd be staying at home lonely. But no, he's going out and killing it. And in the meantime, I'm here and it's not going so well for me. Both cases always end poorly. There's just no... Look, if you're in a serious relationship and if it's ever brought up once you're in the serious relationship, end it, it's over. If you're casually dating somebody and you are you only feel casual and they... Then, I, I, I mean, oh, an open relationship is pretty much casual dating nowadays. Just make sure you, that you protect yourself so you don't end up with the gift that keeps on giving. And that you don't end up with a an 18-year uh, payment, shall we say, for an accident. You know, if that's your thing, keep it casual and do your thing. So guys, I thought I'd leave it there. That This is now working its way into commercials. It's working its way into mainstream. Yes, it's already on Twitter. Yes, it's on some of these other very kind of socialist uh, type pages and, and all this good stuff. And I've done a story on one story before that it was a nightmare, but... The whole thing is it's now getting into commercials. It's now getting into the everyday scene. I don't think it's going to be much longer until this is supposedly going to be an accepted thing. But we all know how this goes, and we're smarter than that. So you date casual, or you don't date at all, and you just stay out of it. And if you're casual, be smart. At least in this case, when she says, hey, I'm with other guys, at least you know she's telling you the truth. Where in a lot of cases, they are with other guys. They just don't tell you. Guys, I'll leave it there. If you'd like to support my work, links are below. Um, thank you for all of those that have uh, joined me on Subscribestar or Patreon or have uh, donated directly. That means a lot to me, and I really appreciate that, guys. The best way you can help me out is liking, sharing, and commenting. Drive those numbers up so we can get this video out to more people so they can see what is going on and uh, maybe maybe take away a lesson or two. Guys, I'll leave it there. This is Better Bachelor. I am Joker, and remember, do not pray for an easy life. Pray for the strength to endure a difficult one.
Thank you.